This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Hip, hip, hooray, let's give a cheer. It's 9 a.m., the signal's clear. Our favorite host is in the chair. The Truman Show is on the air. It's the Truman Show with Truman Jones. A look at the politics, news, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County. The Truman Show is on the air. The Truman Show is on the air. From the Willow Window Broadcast Center. Willow Window, making your home beautiful again with replacement windows, doors, and decks. Online at willowwindow.pro. Now live from NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, here's Truman Jones. Good morning, Rutherford County. I have probably the two individuals that would represent a great married couple here in Rutherford <laughs> County. I hope they show up. <laughs> Larry and Bobby Stewart, uh, two really great friends and really friends for the whole family. And you guys are a great example. Uh, Larry, uh, well, you, you guys came from Kentucky first. Yeah. And uh, it's one of those uh, areas that's right on the Tennessee-Kentucky border, more in, I guess, West Tennessee and Western Kentucky that it would be anything. And you've had such a... Uh, it, 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 it's it's an exemplary life that you guys have have lived, and you've been together most of your life, which is amazing. Bobby, you've traveled all over the world pretty much, and even when you were young, you you were kind of like nomads. You didn't stay in one place very no, long. No, we didn't. And, and and that had to be. Uh, uh, who who did you get most of your teachings from? Would it have been your mom or your dad? My my mom. Yeah. My mom. She, uh, I had a terrible time. I, each school I went to, I was either behind or ahead. And uh, I just couldn't grasp fractions or Roman numerals. Yeah. And uh, she she learned both of those and taught me at home. I don't know what I'd done without her because I could not get either one of those and I didn't know what Roman numerals was how that was going to help me later on in life well these big old clocks have got them on I it. guess yeah. well, then you also know which Super Bowl it is if you yeah. know Roman yeah. numerals but I, I saw which a lot what? of the Super Bowl it is <laughs> I saw a lot of the country and at the time I probably was some of it I was too young to appreciate yeah but as I go back and talk to my sisters and before my mother died and mm -hmm. I learned more and more appreciated the education, the geography of it. Yeah. You know. What was your favorite area? I guess Texas. Uh, yeah, there's a lot there. I know. We lived all over the state of Texas. Yeah. As far south as Victoria. And we lived Austin and Houston and... Mm -hmm. Loveland, and we didn't live in the Panhandle. We were just kind of went straight across into New Mexico. We lived in Lovington, New Mexico, Clovis, New mm -hmm. Mexico. 
I like the western part of the country. I do, too. I do, too, except I wouldn't want to live there, but I, I do like the, the beauty of it all. Yeah, the, the sand in New Mexico, we had to vacuum every day because it just seeps in the doors and windows and everything. But, yeah. And then we lived as far north as Detroit. Ooh. So, I know. But now, back then, Detroit was a whole new world. Yeah. It was not anything like today. It, it was like the work center from for the South, yes. people down here. Yes. You had very few jobs, so a lot of people would immigrate in into uh, Michigan and in, in that area, especially Detroit, been the, the car capital of the world at one yes. time. Yes. Everybody, all the men in our community that weren't farmers would migrate to Detroit and work for Ford and they would all migrate to the same area so that if one had a car they could all ride to work together and save money to send home to their families so yeah. you know everybody kind of congregated in the same area up there when, when but when they uh, start losing jobs when the car industry starts traveling to other areas it's a big difference and and, it is. and, and it i is. worry about too much growth. I mean, you can have enough growth where you're pretty satisfied with the area that you are, but once you get to a, a, a population level that it doesn't give the same benefits to everybody, it becomes yeah. a problem. And this is just my opinion, but I think NAFTA hurt us. Oh, it did. There's no doubt about yeah. it. And those that We lost voted a lot of our industry. Yeah. Those that uh, voted for NAFTA were out of their minds yes. and it worries me about what happens in washington and and how they affect the whole country because we're all so different i mean uh the state of tennessee is not like any other it's almost like we have our own country yeah which yeah. which is different when if you look at the products that we get from these other countries that have gotten these industries from us yeah they're not good products yeah you know we had a standard to meet and the workers met it, and I just think it hurt us. Yeah. Okay, well, let's see. Are you ready for me to go with my birthdays? I am. Okay. If Larry is, I, yeah. I don't know if, <laughs> if he got has to a be. say I'm so or to not. Yeah. Well, first of all, I want to thank all our loyal listeners, and uh -huh. I forgot to call Sarah Turner this morning. I uh -oh. hope she saw it on Facebook. Uh, I found out that a friend that we know, Marsha Barlow, she said her husband listens religiously. Mm -hmm. So we want to welcome Brent Barlow yeah. to our loyal listener list. And, of course, Mindy Fowler, Brad Lamb, Sarah Turner, Pat Whitaker. We have a lot of people that tune in just to hear our little nonsense. Mm -hmm. And we've got people in Texas. We talked to our son Jay last night. They had quite a storm. He said their winds were real, real rough oh, and a my. lot of rain, yeah. a lot of mud in his yard. And Stephanie Doss down there, she lives in more south Texas. She listens. And uh, let's see. And we got some birthdays. Gary Vaughn, mm -hmm. Larry's barber, had a birthday yesterday. Larry and has a barber? My adopted <laughs> brother. Yeah. He's, well, he was... We raised him. He, he lived with us yeah. after his mama died, and him and his sister. So. Did he start your uh, curly hair stuff? He did. He did. And then he did away with it. Oh. <laughs> and I'm glad he did. You well, 
You he, look a whole lot more He led a little thing <laughs> like open heart surgery. Did you hear what he said? What did you say? He was I cut. said you look a whole lot more manly well, with, with your regular haircut. Well, thank you very much. I, did, I wasn't expecting that, but he, <laughs> he led a little thing like open heart surgery interfere with doing my perm. Because when he had it, the first time I went back, I said, do you feel like doing a perm? And he said, I guess. Well, I knew right then. He didn't want to do it. I said, just cut it all What's off. What's the big deal about open heart surgery? I don't know. Stuff? He made a big deal out of it like huh. he couldn't. Well, it takes you a while to recover. A couple of days. Yeah. Open heart surgery? Yeah. Oh, he, oh, no, my goodness. He, of course, Mr. Superman over here, <laughs> you know, but Gary, Gary, he, he was back cutting hair sooner than he should have been. Yeah. Then he had double knee replacement, and uh, he was back cutting hair in five weeks. Did he have two at one time? Yeah. Wow. Because, see, he's self-insured. Oh. Barbers are self-employed, and, you know, the insurance is all high, so he didn't want to have two copays, so he just yeah. did it all at once. And uh, I don't see how he did it. Now, that's pretty tough. But, you know, these people that are self-employed, if they don't work, they don't get paid. Yeah. And uh, it's not like, you know, jobs you and I had, you know, sometimes we could be sick and still get paid, but not these self-employed people. He used to come out to our place and, and hunt, and yeah. he had a full beard and everything. And when he would walk in the house, Jan was just a toddler, mm -hmm. and she would run screaming to me, Mean old Gary's here, mean old Gary's oh, here. Oh, bless her. Well, he, the way he looked... And then he was loud, and it just scared Jan to death. Well, doesn't she do the same thing when uh, Ronnie Martin comes into the bank? Well, I guess she probably does. I don't know. But, uh, but she he, would have a reason to, I yeah, would think. Yeah, bless her uh, heart. Kylie Fort Clark had a birthday, and she's all, also going to have a baby soon. Hmm. And Renee Patrick had a birthday. I'm trying to catch up on birthdays because yeah. we weren't here last week. Gail McKnight. Jimmy oh, McKnight's how, wife how, had a birthday. How's Jimmy doing? Mm -hmm. And uh, last but not me. least, we want to pray for all the storm victims yes, throughout the yes. South. Yes. How Jimmy McKnight, Truman wants to know how he's doing. As far as we know, it's about the same. It's okay. Still hanging in there. Jimmy, uh, he's one of the more interesting people that I've ever known in my life. No doubt about it. No uh, doubt about it. Nothing was... was um, safe or anything like that he was full speed ahead no matter what he yeah. was doing and while we on this a melancholy anniversary we buried ld 11 years ago yesterday oh, on saint patrick's God. day so gosh it seems like it's longer well it does in no ways it seems like it's just yesterday yeah but uh, I, I can remember uh, he was in my den 30 minutes before he died Cause I'd had and you were best friends. Oh, yeah. I had had carotid artery surgery, and I couldn't drive. Yeah. And he wanted to know when I was going to be able to drive. He was tired of eating breakfast by himself. Mm -hmm. And he didn't care if, if I beat him flipping every day because we always flipped to see who had to pay. He loved that. And, uh, but I said, I'll be there tomorrow because I can start driving tomorrow. Well, tomorrow never came for LD. Then that's... But it's, you've got a lot of great memories. I do. With LD. I've, I've got more LD stories probably than anybody. Yeah. Uh, David Young and I was swapping some this morning. David was a good friend of ours, and then everybody's got a, a Jimmy McKnight story. 
Yes, no, I, I've got a few. Well, Jimmy, most of them we can't but, tell. Well, well, I'm not going to mention any <laughs> of them. Good friend. Yeah. He was, I he, see his picture on Facebook. He still looks the same. Yeah. I, uh, Greg Tucker and I went over and ate at uh, Buster's the other day. And the first thing I did, I said, where's Jimmy Thompson? And, and uh, she said, oh, JT, uh, he, he doesn't come in but a couple of days a, a week now. And uh, they, uh, there's certain people that you can relate to an establishment yeah. in the county. And Jimmy McKnight was one of them. And I asked where Jimmy was. And, they, and uh, she said, he, he still comes in, but, but not as often. Yeah. And uh, I, I, you and I, Larry, we, we've been blessed to have so many friends over the years. And I still go out and kind of hunt for them every once in a while. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm glad to see mine when I do get to see them. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I haven't seen Jimmy in a while, but I'm yeah. going to go. Uh, J. Cole and I have made a pact. We're going to go when all this mess is over. And we're going to pick up Jimmy and we're going to go to Buster's. And, buddy, you think we won't have a good time those, with, with those two? <clears throat> now, you'll be drinking water, right? Oh, yeah, I do. I don't know what the hell drink. don't care. But uh, I'll be drinking water. <laughs> <laughs> it's still a fun place to go. Isn't oh, it is. We've got the best most, hamburgers in, in the world. Yeah, most of uh, Buster's <laughs> bunch is already gone. In yeah, the past yeah. But yeah, the well, people that are there, they have, they have a, a great way of entertaining they you. Do. And when... When Buster was alive, it was different. Yeah. When Buster died, it's just something bad. But you expect that. When LD died, it was different. But uh, that was a good place to go. The old now, Busters. Always, the old Busters that was on down the road on the left uh, was a little. You know, as many times as I went into that building, and of course I was just doing checks when yeah, I would go sure in. Were. I never saw you in there. I didn't go much. Uh, because back then I wasn't drinking water, yeah. and uh, it was not a good place to be seen if you were a school teacher. Uh, but uh, oh, why not? Well, I just people frowned on that, and I saw educators a lot of, I were saw held. A lot of educators. Well, I'm sure you did. <laughs> educators were held to a higher standard. Yeah. Than say a deputy sheriff or, or something like that. It's just it's just the way it was. And, uh, Wait a minute. I, I You're telling me that you were held to a higher standard than the deputy sheriffs that were going in and checking the place? Yes, that's what I'm telling you. <laughs> but I did have, when I was young and, and checking it out uh, in at, at the Rutherford County Sheriff's Department, if I had a problem when I went in with some of the rowdy people and I was outnumbered something like seven or eight to one, Everybody else would jump on my side. Oh yeah, that's that's. And if if Buster was there, you didn't even need to be there. Oh yes, I did. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> sometimes, I just, sometimes that big old pole didn't work. Well, uh, I suspect he could take care of himself. Yeah, I could. got a text, and Mork is listening. Well, good from good. Mork. Mindy, Mindy Fowler, we uh, call her Mork. Cause uh -huh. she, we got to know her when that. Mark and Mandy show was. Oh, I love that show. So she was Robin Mandy's Williams. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was hilarious. But Buster Pugh and and Geneva, uh, they had one of the best kids that's ever been born, Ladonna Pugh. Uh -huh. Ladonna Bell now is one of the super 
good friends of Jan and all that bunch. Of, but uh, LaDonna is just a super person. And you better not say anything bad about Miss Bell around my Addie. Because uh -oh. Miss Bell took care of Miss Addie when she was at Oakland Middle School. And she would. I, I remember her. Yeah. She would always talk about Miss Bell. Yeah. yeah. And one day she came out and she was had her head between her knees and uh, she was upset and i said what's wrong with you eddie she said miss bell made me cry oh i said well what did you do to make miss bell cry i said i didn't do what she told me i said that'll make you cry every time sugar but uh, <laughs> it was hard for miss bell to get on her i'm sure you know they have special people in their lives I, uh, my little abby you got an addy and uh it's fun. I mean, the the simple things like a bus driver, for for them, uh, the special needs kids. Abby just loves her bus driver, and she know she knows her name, and and there's so many other things that sticks up in that brain that you and I wouldn't even think about. Yeah. They have their own little world. I know they are. Yesterday we picked Addie up at a, uh, the high school, mm -hmm. and we were driving over to the middle school to get Walton. We meet this bus coming in to pick up kids, and she said, Papa, there's bus 14-7. Mm -hmm. She remembered it, and she didn't even see the number. Yeah. She knew it was bus. She doesn't say 147. She says 14-7. Yeah, and, and, and they're, they're special in your yeah. lives. They oh, really they are. are. That's the first time we've picked them up since Mimi hurt her ankle, uh -huh. and uh we were more excited than they were. Yeah. Uh, I guarantee we were. And we stopped and got a pizza. And then they don't want the same thing. Yeah. So we have to stop at two places. And uh, But uh, we really enjoy We're going to do it again today. Have you taken all of the ladders and little step things to keep uh, a certain person from getting injured <laughs> yeah. again? No, I haven't, but I have made this comment. Mm -hmm. If you're stupid enough to get up on uh -oh, one, no. then you uh -oh. deserve to fall off. Uh-oh. Well, we have rearranged the cabinets, because mm -hmm. so, I'm short. Mm -hmm. We've rearranged the cabinets to move the stuff that I use most often down to either the first or second shelf that I can reach, mm -hmm. and we've put his stuff up above. So we have made some changes. Can he reach over his head? Yes. Most not of for us long. at our age, we not can't for do long. that. Uh, I don't, the higher the stuff gets, the less I use it. Yeah. Uh, I can reach it, but I can't stay uh, stay up long. Yeah. We have interesting conversations. Have you ever noticed that when we go over to Sylvan Park in the morning and got our bunch that we've been together for a long, long time? The uh, conversation keeps changing all the time. Uh, well... It's usually because you bring up something that you know is going to get me stirred up. <laughs> well, what's wrong with that? Well, evidently you like it. Well, I always remember going over to Brown's store, and there would be certain people in there, and I would walk through the door, and I would see you go over and whisper into James Robert Ward's ear, and the next thing I see, he goes flying out the door, and I would just want to go in and just have a nice conversation with everybody. Well, you're making up stuff again. <laughs> uh, but uh, we did have a good time at Brown's store. Yeah. And, you know, the sad part 
is most of those people are gone. They are. Uh, you and I and... Uh, oh. We're still hanging in there. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's, it's sad to think, you know, when somebody dies, well, they're, they're younger than us or the same age, you know. Guy Matthews was... Yeah. He uh, he came in on he was a fireman, and still is I guess, and he was the youngest one, so he's he he's still around, but yeah. uh, he's had open heart surgery too. But like you said, that's just like a hangnail. Yeah. And uh, well, we got a caller coming in. Yeah. You 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 want you want to answer it? Uh, that'd be Brian. will have to do that. Caller, welcome aboard with Larry and Bobby Stewart. Good morning. Guess who it is? Good morning. Hey, Casey. Hey, I'm going to ask you all a qu trick question. You all know the little gas station going out of Mothersburg on Broad Street, leaving, be right there on your right, I would say, once you cross Logie Lane, you go on down Broad, the little gas station there by Mothersburg Hotel on your right, was that right there for a the, hundred years? You all know the little gas station I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was a gentleman that that worked out and I tell how many years. You know, down right on down a little further on the left, right there before they put the interstate right then closed my little club down. We used to play at that little place. Had some good time there. This gentleman worked at the little gas station over there. You all did y'all know him and every time I seen him he had a little outfit on that he worked in. And gentlemen, we used to play that and you talking about somebody having a good time. That man, he danced with every woman in the house, and it was it made us feel so good to just see somebody having a good time. Did y'all ever know him? Yeah, we I knew of him, and everybody uh -oh. had a good time back then. Yes, sir. You know, and we didn't have to buy anything that, that to is, have oh, a good time. I'm telling you, I, I said if 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 I didn't get nothing out of trying to play music, it's just to see the people enjoying themselves, having a good time. Yeah. Uh, no, you remember days. when the ironing board Sam was down at the Elks Club? You know what, though? Guess what? I was uh. too young to get in. <laughs> <How are you? laughs> let, let, let me tell you all of it real quick about the Elks Club. I was too young, and the gentleman who told us that he had a lot to do with Jimi Hendrix because he yeah. met Jimi Hendrix when he was at Fort Campbell. And yeah. just last week, you all, I'm still friends with the last of the members of the band, the Gypsies. Yeah, Billy I Carl. knew he had played here. You know, I'm, I'm still friends of his. He yeah. lives in Nashville, and he's still talking about, he wants me to come to his house when he gets through with his recording studio. He thinks I'm, I am a, a, a semi-good guitar player, you all. <laughs> no, you are really good. <laughs> and, but I'm telling you, I'm going to tell you all, it's just... Thank God that I can play a note to, to make somebody smile and be happy. Yeah. That's right. Well, that's that, good. That, that's what it, it's been. That it, it feels so good to be able to look out there and people enjoying themselves. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, you that, don't that get to so see much. that much anymore. That, that's what I'm talking about. That, that, one night I'm saying I'm, I'm going to leave you all alone because I get to talking. I can't stop. One night I was playing in Nashville <laughs> down in West End. And while we took a break, and when I turned around, a little child looked like he may have been eight years old. Him and his daddy was together, and he high-fived me on his way out. And his daddy said, sir, could I talk to you a second? And we went to the door, and his little son 
high five me. He said, could you step out a minute? And undoubtedly, his son was wanting to play a guitar. He said, yep. let, let me tell you, you have caught my son's attention. And he said, I, I'm going through something right now. My son, is, him and his wife, of course, was going through something. He said, it's really bothering my son. But he said, you have really put a, 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 a good spirit in my son. I want to tell you this. Sir. Well, that's good. If, that's what we're here for. Play, that's right. As long as I can play and make somebody's day in a world like back then and, and today, that's all that matters to me. That's right. Sure. That's all. So I appreciate many, you guys, man. There's so many Thank unhappy you, people right now. It's good to remember the good times. Yeah. All right, we're taking a break. We'll all right. Be right back. From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Adams Place is founded by Dr. Carl E. Adams, a physician and lifelong resident of Middle Tennessee. He and Jenny May had a dream of building a campus concept of life care facilities for older adults. Adams Place Residential Living Director Terry Deal. Discover that senior living is fun. Call us at Adams Place and arrange a tour today. Adams Place is at 1927 Memorial Boulevard. Friends, I've got some great news for you from Discount Mattress. They're moving, and to reduce cost, all remaining inventory is priced to go. You can save even more on their already discounted prices. They're located at 1614 Northwest Broad Street near the Georgetown Kroger. Discount Mattress has been serving Murfreesboro's mattress needs since 2001, is locally owned and operated, and is excited to offer these reduced prices prior to their move. Stop in today at the corner of North West Broad and Northfield to take advantage of the moving sale prices. This is Scott. It's now time to make your health a priority with a quick and easy health assessment at Low T Center where they exclusively specialize in us men and they follow strict medical guidelines for your health and safety. And they are one of the leading men's medical providers in the country. Low T Center has really reinvented the doctor's visit and they make it quick and easy for us men to get in and get all of our levels checked out, not just our testosterone. It starts with an annual wellness exam where they do a comprehensive health assessment so you know all your numbers that are important to your health. If you've been feeling tired, grumpy, have noticed weight gain or loss of muscle mass, they could all be signs of low testosterone levels, low thyroid, or even sleep apnea. Low T Center can determine the cause and help. And now they offer monitored self-inject at home testosterone treatments, providing convenience and additional health monitoring measures for your safety. $135 a month for self-pay or covered by most health insurance. So book your annual wellness exam today. Go to LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. I'm Dr. Andrea Russo, a cardiologist. Maybe you're waiting to talk to your doctor right now, but if you're having an irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain, shortness of breath, fatigue, or lightheadedness, don't wait. This could be a serious condition like atrial fibrillation, which can make you about five times more likely to have a stroke. If you're having these symptoms, don't wait. Talk to a doctor by phone, online, or in person. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. Right now, Allstate has almost as many ways to save as there are types of music. Save for being a new customer. Save more for adding DriveWise. And save even more for driving safely. Visit Allstate.com 
or contact your local agent to get a quote. Find out how much you can save today. Allstate, now that should be music to your ears. Not available in every state. New customer savings based on early signing discount. Drive-Eyes is an optional feature. Savings vary based on how you buy. Subject to terms and conditions. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Now an update from the WGNSRadio.com News Center. I'm Ron Jordan. Police in Murfreesboro are investigating a burglary that took place between March 3rd and 4th at the Boost Mobile store on Memorial Boulevard. They're on the lookout for whoever broke into the store and stole about $1,300. Police hope somebody recognizes the suspect by his clothing and shoes, despite the blurriness of the photos posted on WGNSRadio.com. If you didn't know who it is, we've also posted a name and number for you to call. A groundbreaking ceremony for the widening of Jefferson Pike Project took place this past Friday. State Representative Mike Sparks said the project is expensive but worth the lives it could potentially save. It's going to take three years. It's roughly about $70 million. That's the three-mile section. He's referring to the three-mile section of Jefferson Pike between Nissan Drive in Smyrna to I-840. Tennessee Titans joined Ascension St. Thomas in celebrating the first baby born on March 17th by honoring her as a tiny titan. Baby girl Niamya was born at 5.04 St. Patrick's Day morning to Tommy and Ariel Lane at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford. She weighs 3 pounds and 8 ounces. All Vietnam-era war veterans and families are invited to the Northside Baptist Church in Murfreesboro Saturday, March 27th for the 4th Annual National Vietnam Veterans Day. Observances like the Welcome Home Vietnam Veterans Fair will recognize the military service of these men and women who answered the call to serve their country when that call was made between 1955 and 1975. The Colonel Hardy Murphy chapter of the National Society of the Daughters of the American Revolution has organized and planned the events. Follow us on Twitter at WGNS Radio. I'm Ron Jordan reporting. News updates around the clock, when it breaks, and on demand at WGNSRadio.com. We are News Radio WGNS. Plaques, plaques, plaques. LNK Trophy has plaques. We have a wide assortment of plaques. Lots of options in crystal, optic crystal. We sand carve on the premises. We offer laser engraving on everything from acrylic to marble. LNK Trophy can etch crystal or glass. So if it's plaques you're looking for, come down to LNK Trophy. LNK Trophy House, 1115 Memorial Boulevard, just down from Smith Brothers Car Wash. Need a break from the sound bites and the talking heads? Do you want information you can actually use? Information that'll change your life for the better? Then listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell will show you how to retire in two to five years. Your age doesn't matter. Turn off the pundits and turn on the passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, Monday through Saturday, 11 to noon, right here on News Radio WGNS. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website, and Alexa, or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Good neighbor weather. We'll see a few scattered showers and thunderstorms here this afternoon with cloudy sky conditions and temperatures steady early, then slowly falling throughout the day. Winds gusting as high as 25 miles per hour. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently... It's 60. Premier Six Theater is open. They're excited to see you again and will be showing some classic movies you'll be sure to enjoy. 
Check MurfreesboroMovies.com for showtimes for Premier 6 Theater. They're now open. From NHC's Adams Place, home of Premier Senior Living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. And welcome back with Larry and Bobby, and we have another caller. Caller, welcome aboard. Well, thank you, Mr. Truman. I haven't talked to you in a while, but that doesn't mean I wasn't listening. Uh-huh. As, you know, <laughs> as you know, spring is here. Yes. And I'd like to ask Larry if he's still fishing. Yeah, I'm listening. Are you still fishing, Larry? No, I had to quit. I couldn't get up and down in my boat. So I had to quit. I wished I was because it looks like the crop is about ready to start biting. It's about time. Well, I'm quite a bit older than you. Yeah. And I'm getting my boat ready to go. I'm still tournament fishing. Well, good. Good for you. You probably wasn't run hard put up wet as many times as I was. Ooh, I don't know about that. <laughs> you, Truman knows more about me than probably anybody around here. I well, guess Truman knows who this is. Yeah, yeah. Come on and tell me who it is. You're you're, you're tantalizing me. I so you used to call me the Huckleberry fan of Murfreesboro. Oh, uh, Mike! Mike! <laughs> Golly! You, your knew, voice has changed. I knew who that was. You did. I, I, I did. I did. <laughs> I did. Well, that's a nice lady that gave me information on Larry one time about sticking a hook in him. Oh, uh, well, yes, yes. I thought LDAG was guilty of that. Oh, no, she told my wife, and that was like... Oh, uh, yeah, well, that's like putting it on the radio, wasn't it? <laughs> well, I, I don't know whether I had a radio program then or not, just the paper and... Uh, how, are, how are you doing, Mike? Oh, I'm doing fine. I, I still clean house, vacuum, mop, and all that stuff. I was vacuuming my boat out uh, Tuesday, I think, messed up my vacuum oh, my. cleaner. <laughs> and I vacuumed my den in my kitchen. I said, I tell you what, nobody here me. I'm talking to myself. I said, I'm hot. I'm tired. My back hurts, and I quit. So I just Good. quit right then. Messed up my vacuum cleaner and had to get it repaired. But, uh, yeah, I'm still fishing. I'm still well, that's good. doing everything I did before. Well, that's good. And I'll yeah, be still got nine. one of your dogs? Have you yeah, got I've one got, of your dogs, Mike? I, yeah, I've got uh, probably one you haven't seen, Big Shepherd. Yeah, I guess you saw him. Big How Shepherd. Long have you name, had? Uh, his name is Vernon. Vernon. Yeah, big long-legged <laughs> shepherd. Really, really pretty. They tell me. He's got Ooh, one ear yeah. at the end of it tips just a little bit till I say something to him and it stick up. He he knows <laughs> I got to pay attention now. Yeah. yeah, you have had some of the best dogs in, in Murfreesboro. Well, you got to remember how good I am. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, that has uh, a lot to do with it now. I know it does. I know it does. <laughs> no, I'll be 89 in April. Oh, well, no. you My got like goodness. Pete Lahue. I don't know Pete Lahue. I probably He's do. about 89, too. Well, I'm still fishing. I'm still vacuuming. I'm cleaning the house. I still have to do all those things. My wife, I've been doing that for about 15 years. Yeah, yeah. So, I've, but... I just want to know remember when Ruby still... worked at State Farm. Yeah, she retired there in '97 and died yeah. in '06. Yeah, my, yeah, I my retired, wife retired. I retired the year after Ruby did. Did you really? 
Well, yes, she thought she I was with the roof, but I only let her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's sure. where it is, Mike. Sure, <laughs> it's By safer way, that way, Mike. In case you're wondering, Truman and I, we we go back a long ways. Yes, we do. Yeah. Even even to the courtroom, he probably arrested me three or four times. Well, he, he and I were sued in a lawsuit for five million dollars. Well, I hope they didn't get it. Well, they'd have played the devil getting it out of me. <laughs> they had to get it out of Truman. They had to get it all out of Truman. I, he I, they, they had no chance of winning. That, that's the truth. That was a wasted well, lawsuit. Most of them I are. Had the, I had the evidence to stop it, but uh, it wouldn't. They wouldn't stop it. Yeah. And I had it, and I was the last witness to hit stand, and it was over then. Yeah. Mr. Oh, Cohen I remember it very well. Uh, it's not, that, that involved a suicide. Yes, it did. Yes. And, and, you know, the problem, I hear all this problem about gun control. The thing about yeah. it, until they, the, the police can check your health records, there's going to be a lot of things happen they can't do anything about. That's right. You're right, Mike. And this lady well, told, told yeah. me uh, she hadn't been put in a mental institution, but she'd had uh, amnesia one time. Well, I put it on there like you're supposed to. And Truman mm -hmm. called me. He said, uh, asked me about it. I said, that's all I can get. I can't check her records. And he had yeah, no not reason not records. to sign it. And she yeah. lied on on two forms, which was a felony. So they, they had yeah. no case. Yeah. Now, well, the I just want to speak to you, Larry, because I, I knew you used to like to fish. Well, you can always walk the bank. Well, yeah, <laughs> too lazy to do that. Well, I don't doubt that, but uh, <laughs> you can or go to a pond. Yeah. You yeah. know, you do what you really want to do. You do. It. I've got a little pond out behind my house, and it's stocked with brim, and they're about inch and a half long. But I've got two little boys that love to catch them that come out to my house, so that's, well, that's, that's pretty much my fishing. Well, that's all right. Well, I just want to talk to Truman to let him know I'm still alive. Well, hey, Mike. Thanks. Yes, sir. Uh, you you made a big catch years ago when you uh, still have your eyesight. Uh, there were some people swimming in the river, and they wouldn't have they wouldn't have been there another day or two if you hadn't have been there. Well, I was lucky to be there. I guess the Lord did that, and I was a whole sixteen. Yeah. You know, Truman, I helped save nine people's lives before I went blind. Wow. I remember that one in particular. Yeah. Well, Bubba well you've touched a lot I, more lives than that. Well, uh, you know, I wasn't the best person in the world. I don't know about that. But <laughs> Bubba Whipkin and I, we, he, I was out there, and I was just beginning to lose my sight. And he wanted me to ask me if I wanted to go with him. We went out to County Rest Home, got this guy, brought him in, had him make sure he could carry him back. As we was coming back down the... Uh, 96, I guess that's what it is. And Barfield Road runs into 96, and there's a house right there. I looked, I was looking, I said, Bubba, what's that? He said, there's a lady and some kids in a fire. And he turned this ambulance around and went around in the backyard and jumped out, and his mother and three children were backed up to a wooden structure, and they were encircled by fire. Mm. And we jumped out, and Bubba threw me a blanket, and he got the fire extinguisher. I said, man, this is a piss. I got a blanket, and you got a fire extinguisher. <laughs> he said, get beat that fire out. Well, we got it put out. And this lady, oh, she was frantic. Oh, she was, I'm telling you, it's hard to believe. 
she grabbed me and she's hugging me so hard I thought she was going to break every rib I had. And I'm thinking, get Bubba, get Bubba, get Bubba. Well, she did, and I drove back in the, in the ambulance. And we got back to Murfreesboro. We had both forgot about it. I never remembered it. When I wrote that book, I didn't even put that in there. Well, so I did a column, and I put in there about Bubba helping save these, you know, saving these people. I didn't do nothing. That's yeah. long for the ride. And I called him, asked if he remembered. He said, no, refresh my memory. And I did. He said the lady's name was Miss Ketchel, Ketchel, something to that effect. Yeah. And I didn't know her. And nobody ever said anything to me. But I helped save those people, and not one of them ever said anything to me. Oh. And I was within 10 feet of the oldest boy that I got out of the river down there, and he never spoke. He married Bill Austin's daughter. Mm. And he was you got a great family. memory, Mike. You know, I, I, I had to say something. But yeah. anyway, Mr. Truman, I'm glad to tr- I say Mr. because he's probably over now. Yeah, he probably Yeah, is. dream on, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I'd give you a call. I hadn't talked to you in a long time, so I thought I'd give you a call. I'm you so glad Thanks, Mike. Mike. Thank and, you, Mike. You have a, you, I don't know how you put up with Larry. Uh, it's just a habit, a bad habit. <laughs> I, I can agree. That's what they used to tell my wife. She was a really smart lady, but she didn't know how to pick husbands. Well, that's true at my house. <laughs> you have a good day. Thank you, you too. Mike. Okay, bye. Mike Lawrence. He is such a great guy. He is. You know, I've known him yeah. for so many years, and his he, wife he's was, special. His wife was a great person, too. Yeah. We worked at State Farm close to each other, but she yeah. was in a different unit than I was. I was in DP, and she was in MPP, but we were close, and I saw her all the time, and uh, she was a great person. Isn't it funny that we're talking about this? It's not the same language when you're going back as many years as we go back he was talking about the ambulance which that was when the funeral homes would, would run all the oh, emergency yeah. first yeah. responder emergency traffic back then and they and they did it with uh, their funeral uh cadillacs usually those those suckers yeah. would fly and uh mr edwin ayers would bring bring somebody back home say to milton and he'd stop at brown store mm-hmm and Mr. Bob Wynn, not Bobby, now Mr. Bob would be in there. Well. Now they, they were classmates together in the first graduating class of Las Casas High School in 1928. And uh, Bob, Mr. Bob Wynn would always tell me that the reason Edwin wasn't right is because <laughs> the history teacher hit him on the head with a geography book. <laughs> and all they'd get into it up there at the yeah. store. But uh, they were good friends, boy. I think they taught us how to sit at a coffee table they did. and have conversations. They did. And, and taught Doolittle how to run a barbershop, I guess, because Mr. Bob cut hair down there in Las Casas forever. Uh, did you ever get your hair cut there? No. You, you, you couldn't get in unless you were part of the, the clique. And if, and if the barber wasn't there, then if somebody's sitting there waiting on him and, and a person completely unknown came in to want a haircut, they just go ahead somebody and cut Somebody else cut it. Well, yeah. yeah. You didn't have to have a license back then. Oh, I tell you what. I mean, this is always good memories it when is. you guys are home. It is. And uh, you and I were talking about coming in about Butch Campbell going to be on the show next, next week. I want to throw a big shout-out to Butch for... He does this, 
the clock at all the state tournaments. Yes, he does. And and he was talking about how great the students were at the girls' state tournament, how they treated the flag with reverence, and I mm -hmm. stood for the national anthem, put their hand over the hearts, coaches and everything. And so it's it's not all gone yet, Truman, and I hope it never does. But uh, it's uh, I'm, I'm glad that Butch put that out there for the public to see. And congratulations to Jennifer Grandstaff, coached oh, at Oakland forever, and then retired and unretired and went to Blackman and won a state championship. Yeah. And, but if anybody ever deserved it, she deserved it. Well, Bill Spurlock was on my show yesterday, and that's one thing he wanted to bring up was the quality of, of the people in the classroom and, and the ones that are in the, the athletic yeah. departments. They're, they're really special. Yeah. Look, we had the, the, the best football team in the country. Had mm -hmm. Kevin Crecy on, and uh, he won an, another championship. And then, uh, then everything kind of slowed down a little bit. And then Jennifer takes those girls in there and wins the state championship. Yeah. It's unbelievable. This this community here is special. It is. And, you know, football, girls' basketball, you've got to go through Rutherford County to win the state. Yeah. Sometime or another, you've got to beat a Rutherford County team to yeah. win the and state. And I hope that our young people can keep these values as they age so, well, that, when they so that we don't lose them. When they step on campus – in the higher education uh, a part of their lives, that's when they have to be really, really careful because they you do. have people <clears> that <throat> try to control the, their that's particular right. That's right. attitudes. Uh, people I talked to were surprised at the way the girls acted and the way Butch told how great it was and everything. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I wasn't a bit surprised because in high school, you have some control over your players. Mm -hmm. And uh, in college, you have a little. Then when you get in the pros, there's none. Yeah. And I came across something. And, you know, we eat with a Vietnam veteran every morning. That's and great. Uh, Ron was on the news a while ago was promoting Vietnam veterans. And he should because yeah. they didn't get any when they came back home. That's but I, I came up with this, an old, an old veteran. Uh, went to the uh, military cemetery. Mm -hmm. He took some pictures while reflecting on what's going on in our country today. Yeah. Then he wrote this simple little poem. I don't see any color here. The headstones look the same. No black, no brown, no white skin tone. There's no one here to blame. These soldiers fought and died for you. Their color you can't see. Your rights are still protected. And it'd be a great place, you pro overpaid pro athletes, to take a knee. Yeah. And I thought, we're, we're better to take a knee than in a military cemetery. They, they, I don't know how they've gotten so off-center and non-patriotic in this country. It does, and you look at the age group and, and the ones out there, they're making millions and maybe even into the billions of dollars. And they haven't contributed anything to the security of our back, country. Back to what they're uh, protesting for. Yeah. Uh, it's it's just aggravating to me. But, uh, you know, I don't know. It's, it seems like it just happened overnight. I know it didn't. But to me, it no. seems like it just happened overnight. It's been going on for some time, the erosion of our country. And a lot of it is not just coming from inside the United States. 
you have uh, Russia, you have China, and all those communistic countries, they have been telling us for years they're going to take us from the inside. Oh, yeah. Because oh, nobody, yeah. they don't want well, to fool with us militarily. If you look at television, yeah. we used to have a code of ethics where, yeah. you know, they would bleep things out curse words and some of the new shows like uh, Rob Petrie's show they didn't sleep in the same bed we had a code of ethics mm -hmm. and if anybody saw the Grammys the other night I saw a I clip won't, of I it won't watch it was awful yeah it was awful and it was had the lowest ratings that it's ever had and it was all about sex and it was just awful uh, I just flipped through it one time, about three or four seconds. That's all it took. Yeah. It, so. it, it's terrible. I, I don't know a lot of the shows because I just don't watch them. But I, I was uh, uh, talking on the phone, and I was trying to change my channel to get to Turner Classic Movies. Those are the old movies, and, and they did have value back in those days. And uh, I hit the wrong button, and it went to... Uh, I think the, the name of the, the TV show is The View or something like oh, that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. And I, 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 I finally took my head off of the phone to uh, change it, and I started hearing how they were talking about other people. Mm -hmm. They were – that was the meanest bunch I have ever seen in my all life. All they do is and, shout. Yeah, and how in the world can we have kids that have a proper way of – uh, dealing with other people and listen to that kind know, of uh, verbiage. And I crazy. do want to mention something. I don't know. You, I know you're not on Facebook, but no. somebody was really praising Brian and John Dinkins yeah. on Facebook for calling the games. Brian Barrett. Yes, and how how these people that were making the comments appreciated those two saying their child's name. Yeah. They said. They said it with a degree of uh, niceness and proud of them and everything, and it makes the parents' lives light up when they hear somebody praising their child. Yeah. And so we just want to thank Brian and John Dinkins for everything they do for the youth in our community. Yeah. Well, David Young and I were talking this morning, and uh, Monty Hale's name came up. Oh, great. And great. I told David, I said, David, We'll never have another Monty Hale. Yeah. But Brian Barrett is getting close. Yeah. Because, I mean, he does it like Monty used to do it. Monty worked hard at it. And he would, uh, we, the old 13th district that all the high schools played in, he would keep keep up with the stats. And every Tuesday morning, the stats would come to the high schools, you know. Mm -hmm. And mail run at a certain time. And the kids would watch me. And... Uh, Miss Knight would get the mail, and we'd open it. I'd get that and, and go out and put it on the bulletin board. I, I might as well have rung the bell because classes was over. Everybody wanted to see if their name was on it. Yeah. And uh, it was it was great. And, you know, Monty didn't have to do that. Yeah. But he had the stats, and, and he knew them when he did a ball game. I don't care if it was at College Grove. Uh, he, knew, he knew who the players were, knew their names, and called them by name. Yeah, and uh, Dick Dicky Palmer is is oh, a good one, right. really good. And hey, while we're on that, I thought that we were going to talk about the girls' NCAA tournament mm -hmm. and who 
Middle T Tennessee's opponent will be in the first round. Yes. That would be University of Tennessee balls. Yeah. And uh, wait a minute, uh, let me cheer and then okay, I'm I'm through. You hearing the trumpets and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> anyway, win or lose, Middle Tennessee is going to have a good year. They've already had a good year. They've accomplished more than they were supposed to, and uh, you know we may get beat, but I guarantee you, Kelly Harper Jolly or what Jolly Harper will know that she's been in a battle when she gets her. All right. Yeah. Winner. Kelly Jolly. And Rick Ensel are two of the best coaches in college football right now. College football? Basketball. I mean, basketball. Girls' basketball. I, I don't I, know why I go back I agree. to football. It doesn't I don't make any either. sense. Uh, yeah. I, I agree. There are a lot. Uh, and there are some that have been blessed with great players. I mean, it's made them great coaches. Uh, but I think Kelly Jolly, we know her as Kelly Jolly because when she played Sparta. Yeah. White uh, Kelly. And, and, uh, and Rick Ensel. They have been known to take lesser talent and do more with it. And uh, I, to me, that's what makes a, a good coach. Now, like Gino, you know, that gets All-Americans all and stuff, <laughs> he's a great coach. But the players he gets make him great. Because of ESPN. I'd say he's, that's part of it. He's right in ESPN's uh, back. Better. He's got one of the best freshmen in the country this year. Yeah. And uh, we've got a lot of coaches that are retiring. I saw where Sherry, Sherry Cole, that was coached at Oklahoma forever, mm -hmm. she retired. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see who, who gets her job. And uh, they got rid of the coach at Texas, and the guy from Mississippi State went back to home to Texas. And uh, yeah. But it'll be a good tournament. And they're playing it all, all of them around uh, – down in South Texas around San Antonio. San Antonio. And uh, so it's and just, I heard uh, Matt say the other day, they said, I uh, hope I get to see you or something. And Matt said, as soon as we won the, the tournament, we had to go in the bubble. Yeah. Which is it's good because if you get it, you can't go. And uh, But I, I thought some teams got shunned uh, that shouldn't have. And in the men's bracket, I know Belmont got shunned. Uh, that was ridiculous not to have them in the tournament, even though they didn't win the, the OVC. But, I mean, golly, they had a record of like 24-2 and two or something like that. It's ridiculous not to have them in there. But that's what happens when you're a small school. Money talks, and uh, the big schools bring the money in. But you uh, – wait a minute now. Let's, let's look at Tennessee basketball girls. Okay. They started – Pat – was having to pay everything and do everything during that time, Pat Summit, uh, and uh, or Pat Head, I should say, back in those days. And she developed some of the greatest teams that ever were without having all of those special things that, that you would utilize to uh, recruit uh, the young ladies across the country. Now, uh, when you talk about Kelly, Kelly was a guard for Pat, and she would have her on the sidelines when one of the girls were shooting a free throw or anything like that. She was constantly teaching uh, Kelly during that time, and, and she made her a lot of what she is. You and I have seen uh, Rick Ensel do the same thing with his girls. Now, they're the ones that lead you to that kind of prominence and give you the 
uh, all, all the things, the, the technical things that you need to make the young ladies better. And that's why you see a lot of uh, uh, Pat Head's girls that played for her, they're out coaching all the way across the country, and they're very, very special. They really are. They are. But now when Pat Head started at Tennessee, girls' basketball wasn't like it is today. No. Uh, now, when I was at Middle Tennessee, there was no girls' basketball. Let's see where it went underneath them. Oh, yeah. Now, she, she got the rule changed from 6-on-6 six six to 5-on-5, yeah. Five five, yeah. which did it did nothing but help the college. Yeah. And then uh, the, the high school kids had to adapt to a new system to help the college. Mm -hmm. And uh, and it worked. And But it, it's uh, – Kelly Jolly is uh, – She's up and coming. Yeah. I'll give her that. Well, Pat had, Pat Summit was one of a kind. Yeah, there's, there's she, never been another one. No. Huh? And, and I've seen some of the pro girls that have played for her. And when the subject is brought up, they start crying. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. that's how much she meant to them in their lives. Well, plus they can probably remember how she got on them at one time. Uh, she was sort of like a uh, coach I had one time. You, you never – doubted who was in charge yeah. and I'm sure a lot of those times that Kelly Jolly was on the sideline she wasn't getting advice she was getting chewed uh, maybe for something somebody else did but she was responsible but it it helps you it makes you better you remember when she was traveling on an airplane and she was pregnant at the time and uh, didn't want to have it they, they said we, we, we have got we're we're low on fuel and we have to uh, um, land in another airport that was in Virginia at the time and she says no we're not gonna land I'm not gonna I'm not gonna have my baby in any other state but Tennessee yeah, that's right. now, now look at that I mean that's pretty special well that's what my wife told me when Jay was born that she wasn't gonna have her baby anywhere except Murfreesboro Hospital <laughs> because that's the only one we had enough gas to get to I guess <laughs> Now, wait a minute, Bobby. Is that an accurate statement? I, no. I don't see the same. <laughs> no, no, no. Somebody saw us out early that morning, and they just knew we was going to the, to the hospital, mm -hmm. and they told everybody at State Farm that I was fixing to have my baby mm -hmm. just because they saw us out. I think we were going to the doctor around 5.30 or 6, going to the hospital. We, So I don't know. Now, that's when you had Janie? No, yeah. Jay. No, it was Jan because we had to stop on Double, Double Springs Road and drop and Jay off. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Jan was born early. Jay was born right, right at noon. Well, I knew you would get it right, right Bobby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we kind of cut it close <laughs> because I knew once I got to the hospital, they was going to put me in a bed and not mm. let me up. And I like to walk and walk did my pain off. Did you know that she was going to turn out like Larry? Well, I did my best. I think uh -huh. she's half and half. Yeah. <laughs> she is. Yeah. I, I, Jay, Jay's going to buy her this sweatshirt that says, don't make me act like my daddy. <laughs> That's that was back when you had to go to the waiting room, in the maternity oh. ward, you know. Yeah. And uh, the nurse kept calling Doctor Young and said, "Hey, you know, it's getting close. You better get here." 
Dr. Young. Well, he waited at the last minute, and I could see the elevator. And I saw him get off the elevator. And I looked up at the clock, and it was five after six. And he just went down this little hall and turned, come back, motion for me, and he said, well, you got a daughter. The birth certificate said she was born at five at six o'clock. Mm-hmm. If that's the case, Dr. Young did not deliver her. The nurse did, but we were billed by Dr. Young for three hundred dollars back then. Oh, that's what I it was. don't know. That's it about was all very nominal. <laughs> it, it's the most interesting thing in the world to be standing out there waiting on some information to come across, and and then you see them coming. It, it scares you, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. You don't get excited, you, you get scared. You don't yeah. ever know. Yeah. It may be bad news. Jay, it was that way when Kimbo was born. She was born oh early. Oh, my gosh. And, uh, I saw him coming down the hall crying, and she was early, five mm-hmm. weeks, I think, and was in the ICU for 72 days. And I saw him coming down the hall crying, and I started crying. I thought we had lost her. Mm. And he was just emotional over the C-section. He was yeah. in there while they did the C-section and got her out. Well, and she... he was just emotional that she was okay because she had to have a blood transfusion in vitro mm. and then had to have another one after she was born. She was quite sick. She yes. had to come home with a feeding tube. Mm. And we were out there in Texas waiting on Happy and Jane while Belinda was down. And uh, they they got delayed some way. Anyway, I said, Jay, what if that feeding tube comes out? He said, well, we'll be trained on how to put it back in. And she came home. And we, as soon as she got home, we came, started back in Kentucky. Jay said we hadn't got out of the neighborhood until that feeding tube came out. Mm. I thought, God, I, I, I couldn't handle it. Mm. But uh, she, was, she was a battler. Women are a whole lot better at those things. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the nurse, that there were three of those babies born the same day. Kimbo was the worst of the three. She's the only one that survived. Mm. And the nurse in there said it's probably because she was redheaded. Said redheaded kids fight harder. And uh, she's full-blooded redhead. I, we don't know where she gets it, but uh, if that's what kept her alive, buddy, I'm glad of it. I was sitting out there by myself for whatever reason when Barry w- w- was going to be uh, born that morning. And uh, uh, I waited and waited, and finally um, they they ran me out of the room. They wouldn't let me stay with her. So uh, when he came out, you could tell he was disappointed. I, and I was I really was worried. And... Uh, he says, I have to apologize to you. And I said, for what? And he said, he only weighed something like 5 pounds, 14 ounces. And he said, I made a mistake. I took him a little early because Jackie was hurting yeah. with, that, with that particular pregnancy. And, uh, and he, he, he said, we, I induced labor just to go ahead because she was in such pain during that time. And now I think they they give them uh, uh, some type of situation where they don't have the pain mm-hmm. as much as they did anymore. Uh, well, you do it at the, at the doctor's convenience now, not the mother's. Yeah. But uh, it's it, 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 if you're a young fella, 
you're you're going to experience something special if you're listening out there today yeah. when your wife yeah. has your first child that, or, or second or, or any of the children. What's really special is standing at that window with your nose right to the glass and watching for them to bring them in there where you can see them for yeah. the first time. And, of course, it's different now than it was back then, but uh, they, they stayed in the hospital for two or three days back then. When Jan was born, um, I just had a... A saddle block I was fully awake and Dr. Young an another doctor came in and him and Dr. Young were talking about the Christmas party they were both invited are we talking to about Bud Young yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were both invited to a Christmas party the next week because she was born on the 19th yeah and I thought, am I hearing this right? Here I am having a baby, and they're discussing their Christmas party. <laughs> so, but everything worked all right. Yeah, and you got a good one. I did. Bless I got two hearts. good ones. Yeah, but one's in Texas and one's here. I know, I know. And I know you miss him. I do, I Well, Linda, his wife was here this past week helping with her mama's stuff. And uh, I don't know, we were eating, Jan tears over, we were eating, and, and I don't know, she said something, and I said something, and she said, oh, my God. I said, what? She said, you look so much like Jay when she said that. I said, thank you very much. That's a compliment. <laughs> now, who said that? Jay's wife. Jay's oh. wife. That is a compliment. I, th I thought it was. She's noticing. And it was truthful because Belinda will yeah. not tell a lie. Now, she, she, loves, she loves Texas, doesn't she? Yeah. The difference in Belinda and George Washington, George Washington could not tell a lie. Belinda can but won't. That's the difference in those two. <laughs> Did you know Grover Cleveland was the only president to ever be elected two terms but not consecutive? No, I didn't know well, that. That's, you, now you learned something. I should something. have known that. You, you've learned something. Wow. Who who served more than two terms? Oh, he, he's, his terms wasn't back-to-back. -back. No, I know, but who served more than two terms? Uh, Franklin D. Roosevelt. Very good. He's my favorite all time. Uh, not mine. Uh, well, he did some great things during that time when he for, was president. For a man with a handicap, he did a lot. Yeah. What about Victim Truman? Victim of polio. What about Harry S. Truman? Harry S. Truman did a great the job. The buck stops here. And, yes. And then you have uh, uh, Ronald Reagan mm -hmm. did a good yes. job. I still remember when he was saying, tear down that wall. I mean, that's one of the things that really got me emotionally fired up. Yeah. And... Uh, well, let's aggravate some people. I like Trump. I think Trump was not a person that um, uh, would uh, affect you just himself, the way he talked and things like he that. Did, but he, he got he did yeah. more in in the short term than I just know. about any I other know. president in a positive way. And I'm afraid this next administration is going to tear down the wall that he had built. You know that You're portion talking about, of it. Yeah, yeah. It's such the a waste. migration, yeah, immigration. Such a waste. Well, but Trump, anyway, let's don't get into politics. Trump was a lot well, like. We're not. We're just talking about presidents. <laughs> Trump was like Harry Truman. Neither one of them were politicians. Yeah. When they got elected. Yeah. And, was uh, it Truman that 
didn't want the Secret Service guarding him after he yes, left no, office. And, yes. I thought it was. He bought his own stamps, and yep. then when he got out of the White House, him and uh, what was her name? Miss uh, Bess. Bess. Uh, they drove in their own vehicle yeah. back to Missouri. And he, uh, I've always wanted to go over there to the library that he has over in, in, in Missouri. And I never have got gotten to go, and they say it's it's really special. Yeah, we've we've been to a lot of them in Washington D.C. when we'd go on a senior trip at Last Kansas High School, mm -hmm. and then we had the opportunity. We was over there for a baseball, a basketball game tournament in uh, Little Rock, mm -hmm. and went through the uh, Clinton. Clinton. And uh, it don't look like much on the outside, but boy, it's full of stuff on the inside. Hmm. It's built on a river and on stilts, sort of looks like a, a house trailer up on stilts. But uh, I tell you, if you want to see something that will really touch your heart and touch your mind, walk through the Holocaust Museum in Washington D.C. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I've, I, I've, I could spend all day yeah. in there, yeah. just reading the statistics, and then for a group of people to come together and say it was all a hoax. I don't understand the mind of some of these people. They don't have a mind. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. And no, we have either. very yeah. few survivors of that. Yeah. And I'm afraid that uh, we're headed in that even, direction. Even the Russians, when they came upon uh, all of the carnage of, of the Jewish people over there, uh, even they couldn't take it. Uh, it, it it's amazing. Yeah. And you think about our country. It, it's, uh, Can you read that computer screen? What does it say? It said, wrap up the show or keep on talking. <laughs> I don't I thought think. That's what if Brian is there, he's already mad. Well, uh, he's he already is. aggravated he, at me. He's on a schedule. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you, uh, Larry and Bobby. Y'all are always a lot of fun. Good well, friends. Good fun. friends. That's what makes the world go round. All right, guys, we'll see you in the morning at 9. From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSradio.com.